Hello and welcome to our North Church Parent Podcast. We are so glad that you have joined us today. My name is Christian Bless and I am our student pastor here at North Church. Our goal is to prepare you and equip you with resources for raising awesome godly kids. Whether they're newborns or off to college, we want to do our best to prepare you for the journey ahead. We hope and pray that these conversations will prepare you to be the parent that God created you to be. If there is any topic you would love for us to discuss, please email us at parents at north.church. We would love to hear from you. Also, go ahead and subscribe to our channel wherever you're listening as we will continue to release more and more episodes. Once again, thank you so much for joining us. Let's jump into the conversation. Hello, welcome to our North Church Parent Podcast. This is our first episode. My name is Christian Velez. I'm the student pastor here at North Church, and I am with Candy Jones, who is the North Kids Director here at North Church. Now, Candy, tell us a little bit about your background and your family. All right. Well, like Christian said, my name is Candy Jones. I am not originally from Oklahoma. I'm actually moved here from Las Vegas. I know that's crazy. Um, I have two children who are 12 and 8. Um, I have been married to my husband, Todd, for 23 years this summer. That's a long time, that's, Candy. Yes, it's a really long time. It makes me feel a little bit old. So <laughs> um, I before I worked in ministry, I was a stay-at-home mom. But before that, I actually was a teacher for 11 years. I have a bachelor's degree in elementary education and i have a master's degree in early childhood education that's awesome so you know one or two things about children and kids and parenting yes a couple things yes <laughs> i've been around kids for quite a while i only been married for almost three years and we don't have children so i don't know much about being a dad but i know a lot about teenagers because i've been doing student ministry since 2010. now today we're having the talk yes the sex talk. And I think it's important uh, that we have that conversation with our students, with our kids. Now, in th this podcast is not about students. It's not about kids. It's about next gen. So, Candy, I know you have had this conversation with one of your kids recently. Now, this is the Bible verse that I want to read to all of you guys. It's Proverbs 22, 6. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. One of the things that we want to do is to be the first one to talk about sex with our children, with our teenagers. Now, Candy, why is it important that we are the first one to have the sex talk with our kids? Well, for me, it was important because I want my kids to have good, real, true, biblical information. Yes. And they're not gonna get that from the world and they're not gonna get that from their friends. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to make sure that my kids, I, I always wanna make sure that my kids know mm -hmm. that they can come to me and ask me about anything, even the hard stuff. Yeah, because we wanna be able to be the, the ones who control that conversation. Because yes. this is a thing, parents, you might have not had this conversation with your kids, but if your kids are in school, if your kids have friends, yes. they are having this conversation. So we want to make sure that they have a biblical worldview when it comes to sex. Now, did you remember having that conversation with your parents, Candy? 
I don't think I ever had this conversation with my parents. So I, it was something new for me. Yes. It was something I needed to research and prepare for before <laughs> I did it with my, with my daughter. So th that, th the reason why we want to have this conversation, I remember talking to Natalie in the very early beginning of her relationship and we were having conversations about sex and she told me that her parents never had that conversation with her mm -hmm. and the opposite. My mom had that conversation with me and my siblings at a very, very, very early age to the point that I knew too much about it. And it was a little awkward, but Hey, sex sometimes feels awkward, but it doesn't have to be awkward. Now, what should we do or how, how parents should navigate conversations with their kids when they are, when they have curiosity at an early age about their body parts, about sex, how they should navigate that. I, the way that I always approached it was I wanted to give good factual information mm -hmm. about your body and your body parts. And, um, you know, it's not, it's not abnormal for kids to be curious, mm -hmm. but there are certain places and times for that. And so just teaching my kids that when they're at home, you know, when they're in their bedroom, if, you know, that, that might be an appropriate place for them to be curious, not when they're in the grocery yes. store, you know, and because it's going to come up. And if you tell a child not to do something, they're going to probably do it. Yes. So giving them the opportunity to ask questions, mm -hmm. and especially if you have siblings that are, you know, one's a boy and one's a girl, those questions are going to come up. Yes. And so just dealing with them at an early age, I always felt like was the best bet. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important then when our kids, teenagers, ask this kind of question, we have to be very aware of how we respond Yes. because how we respond will determine whether they come back and ask us more questions or not. So I, I, I'm sure that for parents, it's a little difficult because we have to be so careful on how, when they ask about, Hey mom, I, how, how did, how did I came to be? How did I make it here? You know, how do you react to that question will determine how they ask uh, future questions. Now, I was doing some research and I know that you have an early child education background. Mm -hmm. um, is it okay for parents to use nickname for body parts, for their private parts, or how would you navigate that? I always really was against that okay. for a lot of reasons. Um, but namely, unfortunately we live in a world where sexual predators are mm -hmm. all over the place and one of the ways we can protect our children is by teaching them what their body parts are called yeah. um i won't name which child but one of my <laughs> children used to say i pee pee out of my butt you know and so we had to talk about i i know that's if you have a child i know it's <laughs> probably something you've heard you know, nope, that's not what happens. This is what happens. Yeah. You, you know, we use the real words. We use, you know, mm -hmm. the V word and the, and the P word. And we, we name things the way they are. If your child was in danger or, you know, came upon a sexual predator or was violated in some way, they would need some way to explain that to yeah. you. And 
I just, I want to give them the tools. I want them to know it's not okay for someone to touch you in certain areas. We talk about that. We talked about that very early on. You know, if, if you're at a doctor's office or, you know, if your mom or dad need to see something mm-hmm. because there's something wrong, that's one thing. But no one else should have access to certain body parts mm-hmm. and they need to know what those body parts are. Yeah. Yes. That is so good. Thank you so much for clarifying and helping uh, with that. Now, when is a good, when parents should be having these conversations about sex with their kids? Is, is that, how did you navigate that with your kids? What is a, the age appropriate to have these conversations? Because this is not a one-time conversation. No. And I think that's the mistake that a lot of parents make. They just have that one sex talk and they think that that was good enough. It has to be It's like a journey, you know, as they're discovering and they're hearing things. That's why I say it's depend. You need to be very careful how you react. That way they can continue to come back to you and Mm -hmm. ask this question. So when is a good time for you to have this conversation? And if you have multiple children, is it appropriate to have it together or individually? So tell me how you have navigated that. I think that this is a conversation you're having with your children throughout their whole childhood it's going to look different Mm -hmm. when you're talking to a three-year-old you're not necessarily going to be talking about the sex act yeah but you are going to be talking about body parts that's the first that's the first step Mm -hmm. right and then as they get older you add things in that are appropriate for that age Mm -hmm. and i really think that it has a lot to do with your child's maturity um your child might be ready for the sex talk at age 10. They might need it. Yes. Um, but my child was not. Yeah. And she wasn't, she wasn't, she wasn't ready, mm-hmm. you know, until about age 12. Um, as soon as kids are in intermediate school and middle school, they're going to be exposed. And yes. especially if they're in a public school, there's going to be a talk given by the counselors or, you know, and so my thought was, I wanted to have this talk before that happened. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure she had information before some other person was going to be teaching her about that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's what I did. And I made that a priority for me. One of the things is like as, as Christians and believers, you know, we want to, we want to, we want to teach our children, our kids or teenagers, what the word of God says about sex. You know, when they go to schools with their friends, we don't know what this other uh, children or what other people, th- they might know or what their beliefs might be. So as, as believers, we want them to have a biblical worldview when it comes to sex. Now, what should a parent do when they have children that have not asked questions about sex and they might be 10, 12, 13? Should they ignore this conversation? No, absolutely not. My child did not ask about it she was not if if you mentioned sex to her she would have told you I know what that is she didn't really know what Mm -hmm. it was I mean she had some kind of idea about what she thought was happening but she didn't actually know she just knew bits and pieces Mm -hmm. of what her friends had told her um and so I think it's important to have this conversation with every single child Mm -hmm. I think I think it gives them the power to be able to protect their own bodies. Mm -hmm. I think it gives them the power to make better choices. I think that there's a lot of benefit to having this ongoing 
talk with your children all the time. Mm -hmm. Now, we live in the information age. Yes, we do. We have information everywhere. And if your kids have a cell phone, they have access to everything. They have access to information. They have access to pornography. And the, the one thing that you don't want your kids to know is just to Google what does this mean? No. What is this? Because then they're going to be exposed to so many other things that you might want to protect them from. So I, it's funny because a couple months ago, or two months ago, I was in a uh, youth pastor training and we were having this conversation about how should we approach the sex talk with our teenagers and people and, and, and our teens in our student ministries. And somebody said, you know, the moment that a, that a, that a kid, a child has a phone, they are exposed to pornography through yes. Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, so many other things. So we live in the information era, the information age. They can Google whatever they want to know. How much information should a parent share with their children? I know that's different for each children. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about the conversation that you had with one of your uh, children? I remember when I, I asked her one weekend, hey, how was your weekend? And she said, well, I had the talk with my mom. <laughs> and it was so funny that what she, how she was describing it. But you could tell that she was so grateful for that conversation. And she was like, I think my mom was a little bit awkward about the whole situation. <laughs> and, I was, and I was just asking questions. But how much information did you share with her? And let us, how old is she as well? That way parents can have a, a time frame of that. So she is 12. Mm -hmm. And um, to be honest, I thought a lot about this talk that I was going to have with her because I wanted to make sure mm -hmm. that she was comfortable and as comfortable as she could be. And I was comfortable. Um, and I thought about like, I don't want to go to a restaurant because there'll be people around. I don't want to do it at home because dad is there and sister is there. I, so we, I decided to do it. We got some ice cream mm -hmm. and went to my car and just sat in the car and ate our ice cream. And my thought was, she doesn't have to look directly at me, right? Yeah. She doesn't have to, she can divert her eyes. You know, at age 12, she doesn't like looking at me anyway. So <laughs> she's, you know, she, she didn't have to look directly, directly at me. She had something to do. She was eating her ice cream. And I think it's important that we understand that, that it, for them, it'll be a little awkward. So if they're not looking at us, hey, they're, they're processing too. So Right. And I wanted to make sure she listened, mm -hmm. you know? I didn't want to make it so awkward that she would be like, nope turning this off, not, you know, I yeah. wanted her to be able to pay attention. And so I thought through all of those things. So we ate ice cream and I just, I went into pretty great detail about, um, what happens, how babies are made and yeah. you know, how the biology of all of it. Mm -hmm. I also went into, um, what God wants for us, you know, what, what his design for sex was. And, um, and then, <laughs> After I probably didn't explain everything perfectly because I was nervous and I, <laughs> it is, it's not a comfortable conversation yeah. to have with your child. It's not a com yeah. comfortable conversation to have with anyone. Yeah. Like people don't typically sit around and discuss their sex mm -hmm. life, you know? And so it was, it was awkward. It's going to be awkward, especially mm -hmm. at the beginning. But what I really wanted to get across to her was you can ask me about anything. Mm -hmm. So if you hear about something at school or your friend says something or you're just curious like you heard it somewhere and you want to know what it is like I as uncomfortable as I might be 
describing what it is, I'm going to tell you yeah. because you're going to know you're, you're going to learn it somewhere. And I would rather her know from me that this is what it is, but then this is what God says about this. Yeah. And that's what I can bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not teaching her that, where is she going to get that? Yeah. Really? And I, I think it's so, I just, I just really believe in empowering your children and being honest and open with them. Now, my child is a reader. And so that's a benefit for me. She, she literally, we went to the library the other day and she got eight books and read them that day before the day was over. And I was, was like, me eight months to read eight, eight books. books, eight books. And I was like, what? I don't like, we're not going to the library again for another week. So I don't read them again. Um, so I happened to have these books at home that I had purchased for, um, my children. I think maybe even before I had children, I bought, I bought these books and, um, they are God's design for sex. And there are, it's a set of four books. You can actually purchase them on Amazon. Um, but I think I purchased them in a conference one time, but I, literally just handed her these books because I knew I had already read them mm -hmm. and I knew that the information in these books was what I wanted her to know. That's good. And so I just handed them to her and I said, go ahead and read these. And if you have questions, we can discuss them. Mm -hmm. And she did bring back a couple of questions from, um, from reading and we, we talked about them. And, um, my, my next step would be, with her is I'm going to get a journal because sometimes kids don't like talking necessarily to mm -hmm. you. Like I, I want to ask this question, but I don't know how to ask it. Um, and so we're going to have a journal that we can pass back and forth. So if she has something that she wants to talk to me about or something that she feels uncomfortable saying in person, yeah. she can write it in the journal so and just good. slip the journal to me and I can just write it back. And you know, we can just have this constant communication and that kind of takes that pressure, that pressure yeah. off. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can you read the name of those books? Yes. So people that are not watching the video, they're yes. just listening. So they to are, there is a set of four books, um, the, and they are aged, they have age groups on them. So the first book, book one is called the story of me, and it is designed for kids mm -hmm. ages three to five. And so it actually tells the story of how babies are born, not in great detail. Like it doesn't necessarily talk about the sex mm -hmm. act, but it talks about how the sperm and the egg come together. And it also talks about where yeah. babies come from, because a lot of little girls don't realize that babies come from their vagina and yeah. like that's sometimes a revelation to them um <laughs> having girls yeah. i can tell you that um the next one is called before i was born um and it is designed for ages five to eight and then we had the old these last two were the two that i handed to her we had i had read at least one of these books to her when she was younger um but I handed both of these other ones to her. Um, book three is called, What's the Big Deal? Why God Cares About Sex. Mm -hmm. And it is kind of written in story form. It's a, it's a child kind of asking questions and his mom answering them. Mm -hmm. um, it's more, it's not fiction, but it's written kind of in a story form. Mm -hmm. um, and it's designed for ages eight to 11. And then book four is called Facing the Facts, The Truth About Sex and You. Now this book, 
goes into great detail about female anatomy, about male anatomy, about what happens during sex, about um, all kinds of things, about having your period, about all the things, like how, how your body actually works. Um, and so, and there's some things you can't really describe. Mm -hmm. You know, like seeing a diagram is a little better, you know. Yeah. And so I just handed them to her and I said, you go read these on your own. And she... I mean, she read them that afternoon, you know, she was, she had them yeah. done, um, you know, and I said, you know, keep these to yourself, you know, I don't, and then we also talked about when is it appropriate to talk to other people about this? That is because so I don't necessarily think that just because she has the information that she needs to share it with all of her friends. Yeah. And so, you know, and they should be asking their parents, their parents should be the authority and, yeah. and teaching their own children. And so, but these are such a great resource. Um, and I highly recommend them. I'm sure that there are other books out there. These yeah. are the ones that I came across and they are good quality. Thank you so much for sharing those, those resources. And, and if you're interested, you can email us, you can ask us about them. Uh, we're going to also put them in the description below so you can uh, find them. Uh, but the whole reason of this conversation is we want to equip you. We want to resource you to have these conversations at home. You know, a lot of the times parents drop off their kids at North students for me to deal with these difficult conversations. But I only spend about an hour a week with right. them. Parents are with them every single a day and that they need to hear from their parents yes. these conversations about sex you know teenagers they were having these conversations about sex in the lunch table at school in the dugout in the dance uh, practice they are having these conversations and we want to make sure that we're the one that the ones that we go first we have these conversations and we point them into the word of god what does the word of god says about sex and and, and, and be able to have that comfortable uh, conversation going because this is just not a one time. This is every single year, it's gonna be different. And the way that you talk to your younger one is different than you talk to your uh, oldest one. So we wanna say thank you so much for watching our first episode. Now, if you would like for us to discuss a particular topic, email us at parent.north.church, send us your question and we will do our best to come together, either bring resources or for us to talk about it. Thank you so much for joining us for a North Church Parent Podcast.